Hello, 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 and welcome to Bitches With Beards. And on today's episode, I asked a question. Without the football season, how will us pussy magnets keep this podcast a beacon of heterosexuality? (laughs) All I'm going to say is viva, viva Las Vegas. We're the podcast that attempts to break down culture with all the elegance of two coastal grandmas. But in truth, we're just a couple of bitches with beards. I'm Max. And I'm Daniel. And we're live from the Diane Keating Podcast Studio in Haberdashery. And we both have opinions, so let's get this party started. Cheers. Cheers. The clink does come up on um, the mics, yeah. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. I'm always so timid with the clinks now. Also, my mum did get back to me because I did announce the Diane Keating Podcast Studio in Haberdashery. Uh And she said only you two could come up with that name. Well, you came up with it, but I supported it completely. What was the haberdashery of it all? I love a haberdashery. There's one in Mississippi that I actually like going to a lot. I don't think I've ever seen a haberdashery. Oh, they're big in the South. There's one in Montgomery that I like going to as nice. well. Nice. For bow ties. Like, you know. Might have seen one. Might have gone into one in Georgetown. I feel like there's probably... There is one in Georgetown because I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit overpriced for even me. I'm like, mm, not so much for a bow tie. Because when me and the Hubs got married, I was going to wear a bow tie. And he, well, he, we, I did wear a bow tie and he wore a tie. And we looked everywhere to get matching uh, bow tie and tie patterns. And we couldn't get them. And we actually ended up at Union Station at a tie rack. Oh. And, they had, and they had them. They had the same. All we wanted was the same, same, same fabric. Pattern. Yeah, same pattern. But I'm surprised that you didn't go to like tie bar because... Which where's that one? Um, so that one was uh, we're number uh, nine. It was close to there. It's I think it's now a blue mercury. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, they would have the ties that would be the bow ties, and then they'd also have like the full. Didn't see, ties. We looked everywhere. It was I'm the sorry. simplest thing to. I find. wish you had known me then. I, know. <laughs> I could have helped you with that one. Still have them though. Oh, that's nice. No plans for the matching. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. Daniel, we've made it. We've made it to the end of the football season. Oh, thank goodness. Not another pigskin in sight. <laughs> we have, we're trying not to spend the whole of it discussing the Super Bowl. Mm. But there are our observations. Mm-hmm. And I'm, some of it, I mean, it was, it was a good night, actually. It was a very gay night, but we'll get into that, that later. So aside from that, then how was your week? I mean, this was a very busy week. I'm not gonna lie, but I, you you met me with my note. My you know brain's bleeding out my nose. Yeah, yeah. We both essentially had the same day on Tuesday or Monday. I got to play with some brand new kitchen tools, and I have never been happier in my life. So my dad got me a smart kettle for Christmas that you put in the type of tea that you're having, and it boils it to the right temperature. Perfect. Okay, Perfect. I have to ask this. Uh-huh. The only temperature is boiling for tea. No, because white tea, you only need it to be at 170 degrees. Black tea needs to be at 210. And then you need oolong to be at like 180. It makes all the difference. You're going to have to test this out and prove it. I know you. Can, I know yeah. with coffee you can burn the beans. Yes. I'm trusting you on this one. Mm-hmm. Continue. Anyways... <laughs> I'm saying that prior to this, I would just boil everything to the same temperature and just yeah. pour it. But I, there's a difference. Like a commoner. Y- yes. Like a, like a lowly little commoner. But the other toy, which was my favorite one, was my new immersion blender. 
Oh I my love an immersion blender. Oh my god, I love this thing. I'm like, I am going to be making everything with this from now on. It's so fun. You have to the only the only thing about an immersion blender is you got to get the angle right, otherwise yes. you will get soup on the um the backsplash. You you'll make yes. the splat you'll put the splash in backsplash. Yes, and you have to get it just the right angle to get the onions, which I'll talk about in my food of the week. Yes. But other than that, like spot on for what I was making. I was like, oh my god, I felt like a chef, like more so of a chef. I was like, oh my gosh, the power in the kitchen. Do you want to know a good trick with an immersion blender that doesn't include mixing it up with your Best Buy back, back massager? <laughs> yes, please tell me. What people do now is they, when they make their, their this is, I, I, I'm going to say outright, this is about 12, um, at least eight months too early, you know, to give or take. Uh-huh. But you, when you do pumpkins, what people uh-huh. do now is they cut the top off and they put the immersion blender in the pumpkin oh, yeah, and, it, yeah. and they just didn't, and it makes the scoop easier. Yeah. I've yeah. heard that's that one. Yeah. I've actually seen videos of that. Yeah. Going but no, I love it. I, yeah. we, Jay, the hub's got us one when he, while back, because mm. it's just that the decanting into um, a liquidizer. It's yeah. Like, when I, and or also, putting it into a blender, it's just too much can go wrong. And, and actually, like, keep it in the pot. I think, especially if you're like using broccoli in soups, because mm. it's getting very detailed now, isn't yeah. it? Is that like you, the, the immersion blender actually is not a perfect blender, and that makes for a a heartier feeling texture. It's a little bit more rustic. Yeah. Rustic. But it gives you the texture Mm -hmm. and it it kind of tricks the brain to the soup that you're like, yeah, you you can completely pulverize a butternut squash soup Mm -hmm. um, and you can leave chunks in it and the chunky one will have, they have the same amount of butternut squash, but the chunky one will trick your brain into thinking you've had something solid enough to do it. It's try like an immersion Mm -hmm. over a complete one. Yeah. I've got to do butternut squash now. (laughs) You've just, Reminded me of something. I'm like, ah, yes. Butternut squash soup with just a carton of stock, um, some cumin. Um, mm-hmm. I like a bit of carrot for sweetness, mm-hmm. especially you can buy the shredded. And then just a can of coconut milk. Mm. That That's the easiest. I love it. I like adding just a tinge of ginger to it mm. to give it a little heat. I, I actually just, we, we bulk buy and pumpkin spice. And just, <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. Using it, you're yeah. Any, anything else apart from these sexy kitchen toys? Uh, sexy kitchen toys. Uh, so last night I had a kiki with my work wife and my friend Julie. So Laura, Julie, and I were at the Doyle at DuPont Circle. Yes. Uh, we were there for quite some time. And it, Which one's the Doyle, sorry? Uh, so you know where Kramer Books is? Yeah. It's the next street over. Like it literally looks out onto the circle. It's the one of all the seats. I mean, it says seats yes. out. Yeah. It's, yes. So it's next to you got Starbucks. Then that. Uh, I've yeah. been there. I haven't been there for years, but it's a really nice post work bar. It's a wonderful work bar. And we were back in like the little private lounge space. So there was a fireplace behind us and there were yeah. like, two other tables, but great views out to the circle. It was wonderful. Yeah. I've been out there. And the food was so good. Nice. So good. Go there if you need a little like. Date night, the hubs. We have to tune that sometimes. No, I like it there. Yeah, I recommend going. So how about you? How was your week? Well, we're actually talking about date nights. We ended up having a little bit of an impromptu date day on Saturday. Oh. Well, we went out to watch the, the rugby. It's mm-hmm. a bye week this week. But yeah. no, we went out and it was England-Wales. And we usually get a little bit pulverized by the Welshies. And this mm. time we fucking won. Oh, 
So, yeah, we went in, um, had a really nice, had the fish and chips this time, which was very nice. Mm-hmm. And we kept it, like, sort of, like, loose. And, and then we just, we were going to try and get out to look, because we need to get out, stay in our roof deck and get some stuff. And we were like, let's yeah. just wander over to the local place. Let's shop local. I yeah. excuse go get another drink. Yeah. But by the time we came out of um, Ace Hardware, mm-hmm. we got accosted by the gang that has been victimizing gay guys in D.C., Yes, the Girl Scouts got us. Oh, oh and now we like, oh, and now we have two boxes of dosy dos. Um, well, oh. one box is hidden at work, and the other one's a victim of the gays. Um, <laughs> but we went up to Aslin, and they were just not letting people in. Oh. It was empty as shit in there. The hubs, based on his experience, was like, I think they might just have been told, slapped on the wrist, and now they're being extra careful. Oh. We waited. We gays, we don't wait to no. get into a bar, and we gave it ten fifteen. And then our bladders got the best of us. And then we walked over and District Garden was open oh, yeah, a yeah. week early. And we just grabbed a couple of beers in there. I like District Garden. Yeah. I, I like it when it it works. When it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't. But no, we went over there, had a great time, um, uh, a couple of beers, then came home, um, chilled. And then I think we went out in... Oh, no, I took him over to um, Hycon. So mm. it actually didn't speak to anyone the whole day we tried well to done, go and get a drink after but then pop had a buyout on a saturday night which is really oh. cunty oh. um it really is bad L- let us have pop we need one thing one yeah thing. valentine's how was your valentine's you didn't do much on valentine's i did nothing on valentine's day other than the fact that my new washer was delivered to my apartment she had clean clothes but nowhere to go exactly yeah, the hubs got called to his job in Bostonia. Mm. Well, someone else was also working that night, so uh, there was nothing that was had on Valentine's Day. Mm, yeah, I just like hid in. I my manager gave me a real. He accidentally messaged me like mm-hmm. at six. I'd sent him something, and he messaged, and he deleted the message. I think he realized what time it was, and uh. then he was chatting. And he goes, "Aren't you meant to be doing something?" I'm like, yeah. yeah the husband's working he goes oh i said yeah so i i, I ended up watching um, a movie which i talk about but it involved a bear and i sat next to Dwayne bug and Dwayne like looked up i'm like oh it's 40 you know <laughs> that was the level but i didn't <laughs> and Dwayne just was like crazy oh, but no i didn't actually drink until last night oh, i decided nice. i was like i'm sitting on i'm, I'm sitting on my own on valentine's day you know i was obviously i was like ooh, good drink i was like i don't really fancy drinking but that was mainly because of the super bowl um <laughs> monday morning was blurry my monday morning was fine <laughs> but that's neither here nor there mm, no it's there <laughs> Someone stayed sober on Sunday is all I'm going to say. On that note. On notes of talk of staying sober. What libation is accompanying us as we take a stroll, a turn, a fresh air breather around Inner Garden's garden? So today we were having a classic. We were having a gimlet. So listeners, if you're going to make it with us. It's half a pot part of lime juice, half a part of simple syrup, and then two parts gin. So we're gonna we're gonna go cheers, cheers and add in chinkin sound. Yeah. Because it's in plastic. Yes. But it's a martini glass. Well, that's nice. Yeah. It's not too tall. I made yours a little bit sweeter because I know you like it a little bit sweet. A little bit sweeter sometimes, this. No, it's very yeah. nice. I wasn't sure what to, if I wanted to serve us any food. We have a thing of Frere Rocher that um, 
it was Valentine's Day, and there's still a little bit of my buffalo dip from the weekend. Oh. So maybe a little post no more. Yes, also got some chips left over, but I do good buffalo dip. I won't say no to post nobles and buffalo, buffalo dip. dip. We're still working out the equipment, and we can hear like sometimes, like it's like a there's our, a little like ruffle noise. Our, our equipment's like a new house. It's still trying to work. We're trying to work out where the creaks mean. It's like ooh. We're doing it. We're doing it. It did it. Well now, Daniel, drinking hand, mm-hmm. barefoot, walking through the glen, yes. like Shania Twain, pre-Lyme yes. disease. Oh, that's where she got the Lyme disease, <laughs> walking through yeah, the glen. Yeah, <laughs> she knows the deer, personally. Mm. Daniel, what's been news for you this week? Well, news for me this week in this portion, listeners, we're going to talk about what's gay, gay, J-centered, just a little bit camp, and you're letting me start off? I'm letting you start off a Okay, bit. well, I'm going to start off uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. We're going to do a few old drive-bys first. So, Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, my leg. <laughs> Anyways, first off, if you're in Greece and you're gay, you can now get married as of today. Yay. Congrats. Bringing back that Hellenistic pride from the ancient days. All that gay wrestling. <laughs> it's all coming back. The Met Gala announced their theme for this year. It is the Garden of Time. So participants are expected to wear outfits that are so delicate that they can only be worn once. So hopefully we don't have another Kim Kardashian in the Marilyn Monroe outfit incident happening all over again. That's very dangerous. It is very, very dangerous. But guess who is so ready to see what they're going to have? Oh, of course, but... Yeah, I'm very curious about this one. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I want to have see someone who is like in something so, so delicate. It's like made with fish bones. And if they sit down, it will stab them to death. Like, that's what I want to I see. I mean, you're, <laughs> I, mean today, I just turn up in some Walmart shit and go, have you ever put it for a spin cycle? <laughs> <laughs> you can only wear it once. I'd be there with my Princess Diana, you know, like that, 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 that tacky shirt they've got going now. I'm being oh, like, yeah. yeah. Or where's some H&M? There you go. Or Zara. H&M Zara lasts a little bit longer. Pre-Marche, that's the one you got to be careful of. Oh. Though that fucking Greg sweater is lasting me bang tidy. Well, there you go. All right, so I'm going to go into a little bit about the Super Bowl. Not, not too much. So there was something that got announced during the Super Bowl quite ingeniously. Yes. Act two of the renaissance of Beyonce was announced. I, I well... I can just about remember that bit. We were kind of... Because it was after Usher, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. After Usher. So she does a commercial, I believe it was for Verizon. Yeah, it yeah. was... We were completely... I think people kind of switched off on the advert a little bit. Yeah. So... And then she, you know, announces... Release the music. And so she dropped two singles. The two singles are 16 Carriages and Texas Hold'em. The album Act 2 is going to be very country. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, we didn't see this coming. Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. Back when Renaissance was announced way back for the original album, it was announced that the second one would be country. Like, that's the thing. So I was not shocked. I wasn't. She did did stress quite early that the Renaissance trilogy would be Be something unique. Like... So, you know, I wasn't shocked by that, but, but I loved him. I love him so much. I've heard a bit of one. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I really like it. Yeah. I have to say, 
um, and you know, I, I I made notes of her this week. Mm-hmm. Is that like I'm I'm excited to see. I, I've loved Beyonce's recent stuff, but I I do. I'm excited to see her test her voice yes. a bit. I'm also. I mean, the way she delivered it was pure cunt. Oh, absolutely. I I think that was really in the middle of the Super Bowl. Well, like, like I'm not performing, but here's my yeah. music, bitch. I also kind of feel like we're, we're about to, we're you know 2024 is you know we we don't like talk politics it is an election year mm-hmm. and I think that you know um, a woman of color re- releasing a country album is the album culture this country is going to need this year. Oh, and we're going to talk about that in a second because there's a part two to the story. We're not there Perfect. yet. Keep going. Uh, so anyway, sixteen carriages. I'm going to give you this. It gives me a lot of like Southern rock vibes, not so much country, which is fine with me. And then there's Texas Hold'em, which is giving a lot of country pop. Like I could almost hear Dolly singing it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, which is not a bad thing at all. In fact, it might be my song of the week. It is one of my songs of the weeks, which we'll get there. So the other new, so listeners, I'm going to say this. The 29th of March, it's coming out. So clear your calendars. It's going to be Beyonce Day. What day is that? Is that Friday? I have no clue. Yeah, we'll have to, I think we'll have to do we'll, something. We'll like have to one. work that out because we might be having to listen to an album <laughs> before I record. Yeah, I, I'm I'm generally just quite excited by this one. I I actually am a lot more excited about this one. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like I don't dislike Beyonce, but I'm, I'm never like, oh my god, Beyonce's new album's coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we're gonna get some good bops off it. I know we're gonna get some amazing music, but mm-hmm. this one, I'm genuinely very curious about where she's gonna take this. Yeah, and I said, as I said, going you know back, I think there is such a political statement that mm-hmm. this album is being released this year. Right, and there's been a little Easter egg where nice. there is a visualizer essentially for one of the songs oh um the spotify visualizer yes yeah that shows her in a taxi car driving so people are like does this mean we're going to get a sequel to telephone with lady gaga on this album now i heard something actually funny Uh, you mention telephone uh, is that and i am i just an idiot but telephone the video is a sequel to paparazzi I didn't know that because she kills him in paparazzi, and it be, and telephone begins with her in jail. Jail. I need to go back. And I and think it's the same Gaga. director. I need to go back and rewatch my Gaga. It came up this week, and I was like, I've huh. never thought about that. Huh. Huh. Or would it be a sequel to Bad Romance? Because doesn't she kill him in Bad Romance? No, apparently it's paparazzi. It is, it's paparazzi. Huh. We might have to have a look at this. Yeah. Ooh, layers and layers of divas right now. I know. So other news with Beyonce. So there was an Oklahoma-based radio station, KYKC 100.1 FM, who originally refused to play Texas Hold'em because they said, we're a country station, we don't play Beyonce. They got so much public pressure that they played it the next day afterwards. Because guess what? It's a good country song. But it's a good song. How how does it get classed as country? Or is it just like discretionary on their part? I think it's discretionary on their part. And I'm, I'm uh, we'll just put it at that because I don't know. And I'm not going to make stuff up. Yeah. I'm not going to assume. I know there's a lot. I, don't have I know there's a me. lot of stuff. And Hubs has said, you know, the idea is that you're not really vocally trained. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're meant to have been born with that voice. Mm-hmm. 
That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So my last little bit of news is that uh, Usher got married this weekend after the Super Bowl mm-hmm. to his longtime girlfriend, Jennifer. Um, I'm not going to pronounce the name right. So go Kachia. I, I forgive me. Forgive me. I there was a lot of O's and E's <laughs> and C's in that name. I don't know. But in a very Vegas style, they got married at the drive-through tunnel of called Fast Lane. So you too can get married where Usher got married if you'd like. So I guess that moves on to my news. Yes, it does. So yes. first up, um, in a decision that dates all of us, Star Wars Episode One is going back into the cinemas oh. to celebrate its twenty-fifth anniversary. I remember seeing that one in cinemas. I opening it, weekend. I've seen it seven times in the cinema. Um, I've only seen it once. Yeah, so it's seven times in cinema. So I guess see that on May the fourth. Obviously, that's when oh. it comes out. May the 4th be with you. On a weird bit of news this week, headlines went ablaze when it was announced there would be a new Gavin and Stacey Christmas special this year. Oh. Which were quickly knocked down by series creator Ruth Jones, who does always say that the second her and James Corden are pictured together, there's presumptions. Mm. I'm still a little bit sure... There is. There is something going to happen. Mm. I'm just you a little. Something's bit... brewing. I think something's brewing. They, they, there is one episode left. They have to finish. They left the last one a cliffhanger. Oh. And it was the cliffhanger. If you've ever seen Gavin Stacey, so I'm very curious what they're going to do. But now that was the one. Ah. So I'm looking through my list. Um, this was supplied to me by the Hubs. Jinx Monsoon is heading back to Broadway. I did see that. They will be starring in Chicago again. Kaching, kaching, kaching for the people of Chicago. I mean, they're reprising the role of Mama Morton, so. And interestingly, in TV news, uh, they have announced Molly Shannon will be joining the cast of season four of Only Murders in a Building. Oh, interesting. Yes. And even more interesting, the season, at least partially, will be filmed and set in LA. Oh, I'm guessing you're going to see the origins of a movie about a lot of what is going on in the going building, on in the building. Yeah, so I'm very curious about that. Mm. Um, on that note, um, mm. for, on actual film news, yes, we have finally got casting for the Fantastic. Four movie. I know anyone's a bit bored of Marvel, but the Fantastic Four fa- are the first family of superheroes. Um, surprising no one, Mr. Fantastic is being played by Pedro Pascal, a.k.a. Daddy. I'm your daddy now. So everyone knows him from The Mandalorian and what's that zombie one? Last of Us. Yes. Uh, Sue Storm, a.k.a. The Visible Woman, is going to be played by the lovely Vanessa Kirby from The Crown. Very excited for that casting, actually. Very excited indeed. Johnny Storm by Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things. And finally, The Thing, who is going to be, whether or not, Practical or CGI, Ebon Moss Petrarch uh, from The Bear. So looking at good casting there. So I'm going to say this. The name that got me the most excited out of that one, I want you to guess which one it was. Professor Kirby? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm such a basic bitch. I saw him sign recently. Um, she was really good. I think in Mission Impossible, she mm. was being really good in. She's just, she has this presence whenever she goes on screen. Like, I want to go see Napoleon just to see her play, like, Josephine. Like, I don't care about Joaquin Phoenix. I want to see her play Josephine. So the other bit of news before we get on to the main bit of our news that yes. we've got is that so recent until recently 
in London, we have the London Underground and we have the London Overground, uh, which is a you know designated uh, lines of trains that obviously are overground. It used to be called a cross city. I can't remember what they called I, it. I mean, I, it's a little bit heavier than a light rail, though. Yes, you know that, that's the thing, listeners. Yeah, it's like a. It's, like, it's essentially it's just an underground overground. But they yeah. finally named the lines. Um, so we now have the Liberty Line. We have the Lioness Line, which is named after our female soccer team. Oh, I was about to ask that. We have the Windrush. Uh, we have the Mild May Line, the Suffragette Line. Mm-hmm. They are serving a lot here. The Weaver Line and the Windrush Line. And for those that don't know, was the Windrush was the boat that brought people over from the West Indies right. post-war. If the intention of filling out our NHS and public service, these people literally helped rebuild our country, right. um, became... Are, are British. Yes. And then we're treated like shit by Peter Patel. Yeah. So my question is, there's only two of these now that I don't understand where the names come from. Weaver and the middle... Mid, middle Mild May? Mild May is the one I was going to bring up. Oh, okay. So it has been named after the small charitable hospital in Shoreditch, which played an important role during the HIV AIDS crisis. Oh, very So a nice. lot of it is named after things that were significant in the areas that the, the line passes through. That makes total sense. Yeah. So it's also, it's kind of cunty. Well, not cunty, but they've really gone quite political with these in a good oh, way. Yes. Like very socially political. And I was going to say I'm for it though. Yeah, I'm totally for it. It's like, you know, the kids are all right. Uh-huh. Stonewall began, Stonewall started as a, you know, a riot sort yeah. of thing. I'm like, no, the, um, TfL, Transport for London, have decided to literally... It's, I, it's, they're teaching the kids if you voted for that man you'd say that it was woke but no it's just making people aware of the significance of the areas that these mm-hmm. lines pass through well most people didn't vote for that man mm-hmm. there I said it on this note uh-huh. such wicked words you say Daniel Oh, you're wicked through and through they dropped it they premiered it at the Super Bowl <laughs> we knew they were going to do it here is the funny, funny thing. Literally within a minute of it being dropped, not you, but a different friend texted me like, oh my God, did you see the Wicked commercial? And I'm like, what fucking Wicked commercial are you talking did about? Did you not know they were going to do it? No, I didn't know they were going to do it. I forget that. I, I, I know so much stupid stuff. I forget that normal people don't listen to it. Normies don't. Oh, <laughs> wow. I'm a normie now. Well, no, but, you know, but I have a hyper... I know. I'm on the dark web, you know, of like... You, you know I'm kidding with you. But anyways, so a friend was like, go watch this. And I watched it, I think, four times before anyone in the group chat sent a message about it. <laughs> so I was, with, I was with the lovely Meg at that time. And Meg uh-huh. was my buddy throughout the high entire Super Bowl. Hi, Meg. Hopefully you are listening to this. I know you don't listen to the whole entire link for the podcast, but you do like our... Um, what is the app? Tiki Tok, Tiki Tok. Well, you can find us at Bearded Bitch Pod, where we release, including sometimes exclusive content such as deleted scenes. <laughs> yes, Advert. and stories. <laughs> Bearded Bitch Pod, mm. bitches with beards. No, we watch it. I there was rumours it was coming. Mm-hmm. We have been kind of waiting to see it. They dropped. I mean, I've seen the images they got from England mm-hmm. pre. Uh, the shutdown in terms of like we saw 
like Glyn Zinfero in a couple uh, of images, but yeah. there were, the, the only official images were very artistic. Oh my God, I want to talk about this. I did, this should be a gag from Goop, quite frankly, but people complaining about the, the, the early images going, they look so dark and gritty. They're artistically the, graded, you dumb fuckers. But also the book was dark and gritty, which is why we I'm gonna love get it. Into that. I actually do have a rundown of my opinions, which I'm going to try and do in less than a minute because I want to see if I can get into a TikTok video. Okay. But So that means I want you to go first. Oh, my opinions of it? Yeah. Well, do you have any opinions? Joking. I, I have tons of opinions. So it was rather interesting because my mom even called me afterwards and she's like, did you see this? And I'm like, yes, I watched this. She's like, I remember when we saw it on the West End. I'm like, I know, I know. I remember. With Dan Kelly's. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, I think they're pulling a lot from the book, which I think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like, especially with the magic scene of, oh, whenever I, you know, feel things, bad things happen. Yeah. Like, oh, you pulled it. Yes, you pulled the lines. Um, and especially with like the boat, they're relying a lot heavier on the book, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. I might have to reread. I've only ever read the first book. I only read the first book too. Yeah. I might have to reread it. The yeah. only bit I hope they do not bring is the bit where Fiero comments on what her pubic hair looks like. Oh, I hated that scene. I don't think that was necessary. No, it wasn't necessary. I don't think that they would do that to Jonathan Bailey. I'll put it that way. <laughs> He's like, Ugh. Ugh. like, it looks like a mermaid's purse. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's let's see you in a minute. All right. See if I can do it in a minute. Yeah, I'm okay. a, I have more to add afterwards. Right. So here is the bitches a beard. Max side of the Wicked trailer. Uh-huh. It was a strong trailer. It gave a good idea of the visuals and the cast, mm-hmm. right? So it yeah. gave us a smorgasbord. Um, I'm still curious about how these fa- fantasy effects are going to actually fit in with the music. I'm yeah. still not sure. Cynthia serves Cynthia because we're eating at Cynthia's in order to Cynthia special. Uh, absolutely. Ariana actually looks like she's set to handle Glinda very well because what people know that she carries a narrative but also forget that she carries the emotional arc of it and there's scenes yeah. in there like her face suggest she's going to get these scenes just right we all knew jeff goldblum is going to be an amazing wizard but i think we're going to see a bit of a twist he's not going to be the primary villain i think michelle is going to be the primary villain in this one and actually they're going to actually orientate it more to the, sh- the wizard being her pawn because she was serving pure cunt in those scenes oh she was but if you if you remember the book Madame Warble was more the villain. That's why I think they're going to bring it yeah. into that one. Yeah, yeah. So let's address some of the criticism very, very quickly. Uh-huh. It's a trailer for both parts. It never said part one or part two. So let's it's... stop panicking. They put clearly shots of the second part in there. Yes. They were iconic. It establishes it as the Wizard of Oz. Calm the fuck down. Yes. Stop complaining about the visual effects as well. It is a year for release. We've had this discussion already about <laughs> early visual effects using trailers. Listen and shut up. Uh-huh. And finally... It is a musical adaption, so it's bound to have slightly more muted colours and not be as pantomime and theatrical as the original. Also, if you've read the source material, which Daniel and I have, because we love a book, you will know this actually fits in perfectly with the tone of the book. Oh, it is spot on for the tone of the book. Like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, the book is on screen. And the train looks amazing. And with that, I think I did that in under a minute. Boom. You did. And, you know, like we said, they are relying more on the book, especially yeah. with, like, the boat scene with her coming in. Like, it was, like, perfect. Did you also... Oh, sorry, sorry. We won't do that in a minute. I was, I'm so proud <laughs> no, of myself. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I did that on my uh, Wednesday morning run. Because oh. um, the, the Monday morning run, I was a little... And then the Tuesday morning run did not go to plan well. because it started raining and then it started snowing. Right. And I got home and the hubs was like, 
You should really have a shower. Like, <laughs> you look sad. I would really like to have a shower. <laughs> but no, I... It looks good. I'm actually... Yeah. I'm really... I'm really excited for it. Yeah. I've I, I, I still... I've not seen a musical... It's going to be very interesting because... This is not Les Mis. And I know that's, we give Les Mis a lot of shit. Yeah. Actually, Les Mis is not the worst film in the universe. No. Um, and even Cats... I'm going to say this. I'm perking up on this one. Even though there was a, a lot of visual effects involved, actually, the way they filmed it meant that a lot of it could be done practically, and they did the visual effects afterwards. Wow. I'm very curious about like something like Defying Gravity, which I think is going to involve a lot of visual effects, and you're not going to get the consistent performance. Yes. It's going to be very broken up. It's not going to be highlighted on Alphaba singing the entire time at the center of the stage like she would be in the stage production. But you see, obviously, a lot of that yeah. in it. I have a question to ask you, dear Daniel. Yes. Love of my podcast life. Yes. There's also been a lot of criticism recently of musicals not being advertised as musicals. Mm-hmm. I felt they opened with a, the chord, mm-hmm. something has changed within me. And they carried the song through. And then you had the note. The note for the moment. The like, most iconic note yeah. of modern theatrical history. Where they'll end the first film. Like, where they will. Yeah. Exactly. So, do you think that they didn't play the music or they're just basically saying, look, we ha- we can't just... Because, do you remember the Phantom of the Opera trailer? Yes. And it was just... It was no, mu- there was no dialogue. It was all, all music. music. And you had no idea what... No, I mean it was it was that build up yeah. with the violins for a um I don't remember. I think it was now. a yeah. really good trailer. I thought it was a good trailer. I I felt like it felt like a musical. It also felt like there was a narrative story to it, like there was both and we had dialogue here and there. We had close-ups. We had visuals of the characters. I thought it was great. I thought yeah. it was wonderful. I also I I actually kind of thought it was interesting that they chose to there's a very easy narrative they can play with Wicked. Yeah. And they didn't. They focused on the fact we're looking at potentially Elphaber being like this, you know, discovering this bigger power. Right. And I think this is what they're going to look at with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I think this is what they... I, I, I think they actually... They... they, they you can go into Wicked knowing the broader story, which it's into the, the Wizard of Oz narrative, mm-hmm. or you can go into it knowing there's actually a unique storyline to it. And they actually chose to focus on a unique interpretation of story. And I'm kind of excited by the trailer because they, they didn't go for the obvious. And I'm like, that means that this musical movie mm-hmm. is not going to be the obvious. We're going to see yeah. a lot. And I think that these two are going to be excellent together. I'm still Absolutely. curious about Jonathan Bailey. I, I I love him. I don't like the character Ferrero much. I mean, first uh, act, Ferrero is a dick. Second yeah. act is interesting. Yes, I was going to say he's better in the second act. Uh, do we know who's playing NASA? Yeah, they've announced it, but they never... Uh, I don't know. Because I was say, we never saw NASA. I'm curious to know whether or not they're going to use an actor with mobility issues. Well, it's, you know... But it then does get tricky in that one scene. Yeah, I wonder though whether or not they could. I mean, I I don't know. We'd have to talk to someone that knows a bit more yeah. about having them 
Stan. Well, Stan. Uh, but yeah. I think if they use tricks with it, because uh-huh. essentially the, in the narrative it is that without giving much away of it. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm actually. I'm actually very, very curious about a lot of a lot of this. There are a lot of questions, and I think they'll be answered in the months to come. And also. You know, she looks good. The green makeup's always going to be interesting. Uh, and Cynthia just looks good. Ariana looks really good in it. Um, did you notice the wedding? She's seen walking yes. down the aisle. Yeah. I, I'm very, I don't know. I just, I actually think this could be the fantasy of this generation. Yeah, it could be. Let's embrace it. Let's have it. We need mm-hmm. it. And and that's really what I have to say about Wiki. I mean, I, we could yeah. we could we could probably done a whole episode. I was just say we could it. have we could have. I think there was um, a podcast that did at least a thirty minute breakdown of it. I didn't listen to it, but I, but it know. does. But it, but just on that, it it, it looks really good. Yeah. It actually, I'm I'm really confident about they they they're doing it for a lot of love. I think that they've got these two amazing singers. Mm-hmm. I think they 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 made a really great choice in having a West End um, Broadway singer yeah. and a. A, a pop, pop princess yeah. which works because she is a pop princess yeah. the character she is um, I think that it's really great and I'm still still pretty damn sure that there is going to be a scene in one of these where two of the ladies of Oz will be played by Adina and Kristen oh absolutely they're going to have a cameo somewhere yeah they and I wonder to. whether or not they might give them a line you know like there's a couple of like, there's a couple of um numbers i know exactly where the where they're gonna do it what or think? i think so so if they follow the book it will be whenever she's at the um abbey the nunnery like towards the end of the book yeah convalescing mm-hmm. there we go yeah my predictions So on that, Daniel, what's been your culture for the week? My culture for the week. <laughs> My food of the week. So what I made with that immersion blender was a roasted tomato soup. It was so good. Just put the vegetables into the oven. There was mm. a head of garlic. There was an onion. There were some scallions. And there were so many tomatoes. And I just blended it all up. And it was so divine. My drink of the week was my dirty martini last night at the Doyle. It was everything I wanted it to be. It was it was, it was so good. It was just, it was what I needed towards the end of a week. We'll put it that way. Delicious. My song of the week was Texas Hold'em. It was so catchy by Beyonce. We, we'll listen to it after. Yeah. yeah. I highly recommend it. My other song of the week, which I think is appropriate for what we're about to talk about, is Stand By Your Man by Tammy Wynette. Because that's all I could think of whenever I saw Taylor Swift. Also, Travis. after Mother Sycamore's comments. Oh, I've, just quickly, I did forget oh. to point this out. Um, my mum emails me every week, uh. and she did say, I heard about Beyonce's um, country album, and she just put in brackets, yeehaw. <laughs> but I think mum's like, I'm actually kind of curious. Oh, good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. My musical of the week, no surprise, I had to listen to Wicked after seeing the trailer. Like, who didn't do that? You didn't do that. I didn't do that. Oh. Well, I've been yeah. podcasting. A lot of our indie podcasts came back this week, so I was podcasting heavy. Apparently, I was the homosexual carrying us this week, <laughs> but that was. What's the only song on the Wicked soundtrack from the show that's not actually on the soundtrack? It's the reprise of Nessa. Uh, whenever the transformation happens with the shoes, and why is it not included? I don't remember why it's not. They figured it would actually give too much away, which is interesting because yeah. actually some shows will do that entire. Yeah, nymph. but no, they 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 didn't want to. Yeah, I mean that that one would give a lot away. 
but I think they should introduce it now. Actually, yeah, I really think they. It's one of the ones I love every time I, you know, go to and see it. Yeah. All right, my television of the week: Capote versus the Swans. I saw the episode today after work. This one was a lot sadder. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't watch it because because the hubs is away. But we watched episode three uh, against what a uh, but. I thought it was a really good episode, and then the twist at the end when you found out he was dancing with his mum uh-huh. was great. The thing that really, and this is now, I'm really enjoying this. Mm-hmm. There was never a documentary. No, there was never a documentary at all. And that kills the, and, that, and after that, that killed that. That episode feels like the, the start of the episode becomes redundant. So Julie and I were talking about that last night. We were both saying, you know, the book does a better job of talking about the backstories of the swans. Yeah. This show does a better story of talking about the falling out. However, it's lacking in believability because the party looked like a sad prom and it was not a sad prom. It was like the event to go to. And the swans are portrayed as victims and they weren't victims by any means. They were cunty at times. And, and, yeah, Daniel, I, I, I am, I'm loving this. I, I really am loving this. Watching it, this is where Ryan Murphy starts to fall flat. Yeah, he starts to unravel. Yeah, he, and I, I think it was a really good episode. Mm-hmm. I, and I think yes, in his head, he imagined if they did a documentary, what would they say? What yeah. would all this happen? What would all that happen? And she never showed up. Yeah. Demi Moore. I can't remember what her name is in it. Oh, uh, Winters is the last name. I yeah. She yeah. never showed up to it. Yeah. Oh, you did that much research. <laughs> actually, um, I, I would actually recommend actually this week's episode of Lost Castoritas with uh, Matt and Bowen because oh, they're they actually, actually yeah, they're, they're, again, they're liking it, but they're like, I, come on, if you're going to be a factual program, yeah, you're factual, always going to, yeah. like, if you watch Ironclaw, the, sh- the film, you find out they had to leave bits out but they explain the reasons for leaving bits out. Mm-hmm. But I'm sort of like, this is a fantasy version of this. And I get yeah. that, that like, there's no evidence mm-hmm. of that he was seeing his mum, who's been played by this most stunning, exquisite Jessica Lang. And I know she's had a little bit of work done, but my God, she went to the right people. They've she's- worked with her structures. She is so beautifully stunning. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they give anyone enough fucking credit for what an amazing actress she actually, actually is. Oh, because absolutely. she can play tragic with hope mm-hmm. so beautifully. And I just think that if there had been... A, I was led to believe that they had captured him at one point during this ball. Mm-hmm dancing on his own and they'd interpret it as I wonder if he was dancing with his mum no and it lost it that whole ending yeah. collapsed because none yeah. of that was fucking real yeah yeah I know so Ryan why did you add that element into it because mm-hmm. I think he didn't know how to explore the backstory because he's overproducing yes yes and I will say my critique is like Callista Flockhart is just playing Callista Flockhart <laughs> she's actually she's not been too bad but she's still, but I'm, oh, episode four. It's like, oh, Callista, you're back. Yeah. <laughs> so up to this point, but, and, and, and I said, so I'm enjoying it, but I don't need the middle, middle bits filled in. The middle yeah. bits have been filled in. Yeah. Do your research. Yeah. Just 
fact. Do it. Yeah. But I am enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But when you watch something and invest and you're, go- you're gagged and goop because like this happened and oh. you find out it's fake, you feel like a fool. Yeah. Because you fell for the fantasy that never was. Yeah. So, that that's yeah. My, was my TV. Oh, no, yeah. no. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so what about your culture for the week, um, Well, my culture for the week... Mm-hmm. So food, buffalo, buffalo, buffalo. Oh, buffalo, buffalo, buffalo. So I did my buffalo. So what I do is I make a whole load of buffalo, fill a ton of crescent rolls, uh-huh. and then I make turn the rest into buffalo dip because the difference between buffalo filling and buffalo dip is a shit ton of ranch and some shredded cheese. And it's delicious. And delicious. And uh, then Wednesday, because the hubs was away, I Valentine's Day myself, and I bought a can of tuna and a can of anchovies and made anchovy pasta. I, I did oh, check yeah. the recipe, yeah. but it was really delicious. Yeah, I, I cook it. with anchovies all the time. I love it. Pasta. Yeah. Uh, television was the swans, obviously. Yeah. Um, we started one day. Oh, okay. Uh, I loved the first episode. The hubs was like, this is kind of boring. Because they're doing it every day. Uh-huh. And I said, you give me three episodes and I think I can get you into it because I loved it. I, uh-huh. I really think it was, it was excellent. Yeah, good. And he's a really good Dex mm. and she's a really good Emma, but he's a really, really good, good Dex. Dex. Also, I started watching the Ted TV series, you know, Ted, the teddy bear. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, it's offensive as shit and I fucking love it. And actually I, I mentioned a joke in it. to the hubs and he was like, they went there. I went, yeah. It's a prequel, so he can kind of watch it. Because he said he's watched oh, yeah. the, the first film, like, but drunk. So I'm like, we'll watch that. Uh-huh. Uh, movies. <sighs> okay. I did rewatch the ending of it because I know I fell asleep with you. Uh-huh. Dicks. God. What were they trying? I mean, it was, it was, the music was good. The performances oh. were good. But what were they trying to say with it? I, I don't know. I do not fucking know. Like two brothers, they find out they're brothers and still fuck. Yeah, I I don't. Megan Mullally's flappy vagina. It was. I think it was. I think what they're trying to say is they're trying to shock horror at the audience, whoever they might be. Well, it's gay guy. I don't know. It just. I think it was. It was a good. It was good. Right. In, in, like I think this, I, I loved him. I think it was over the top. We'll put it I that think way. I liked him. Megan Mullally's singing voice. Uh huh. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah. really liked it. Yeah. And Nathan Lane, like his best fits over during the outtakes at the end when he goes, this is what I've come to. Yes. You know, but I don't know. I just, I, 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 I actually enjoyed it, but then I would not sit back and watch it really again, again. I was about to say, I think the hubs and I were both just like, Max, really? And you were asleep at that point. And we're like, ugh. <laughs> Um, I did, though, after watching that, watch Easy A. Oh. Again. Palette cleanser. Yeah, there we it's go. a really good one. And yeah. I, I, I love it. If you want a palette cleanser, Easy A is really, really fucking funny. Um, I watched on Valentine's Day A Walk in the Woods, which was mm. the Bill Bryson book. And, and they oh. made it in film with Richard Gere and Nick Nolte. Very nice adaptation. Emma Thompson plays his wife because mm. he's, he's actually married to a British person. Uh-huh. But... It is good, but it could have been better. I think it could have been a bit more like grander and cinematic in its filming. Uh-huh. But I did like Nick Nolte plays in like the sort of friend that comes along on a journey with and is not uh-huh. quite ready for it. Uh-huh. But I did add a good dynamic in of why his issues are his issues. Uh-huh. And I cinema this week. I went to see Lisa Frankenstein. Oh, how was that? 
It was entertaining. It's oh, okay. good. It's, I think three and a half to four star, depending on your mood. Okay. Uh, it, it, it got better. It, like, it, worked, it worked out what it wanted to be. Yeah. But I did not realize it was um, directed by Zelda Williams. Oh, I don't think I rec- knew that either. Do you know the surname? Williams. Robin Williams. Daughter. Yes. Yeah. Who was uh, a lover in uh, What a World Mine. Mm-hmm. No, she was her directorial debut. Huh, it's a very good her. film. It's because um, and Di Cody wrote the script. I would have, I would have probably, if I wanted to do it myself, made a little bit. I would have kept the camp, but slowed slowed it down and made it a bit grittier. Oh, but was I, it too much camp? No, I think they could have. I don't. There was little bits. I felt like it. I, I feel as you watch a lot of films now, and they're very rushed at the start, and you're like, oh, I think they're trying uh. to get the, the studio said quicken it up and i was uh, like i wish i'd have paced it more uh-huh. but at the same time i think the soundtrack was excellent so that's part of my music of the week especially these are a lot of the pixies oh which we love nice. um you know yes. so wave of mutilation but also a special note um I, I was listening to another podcast and they mentioned tams in archer sleeping satellite do you know that song from the early 90s i'll play it yeah but no i was like oh yeah a little bit of 90s nostalgia And I think that is me. So shall we take a break? Yes, a break is needed, dear. Alexa, pause music and we're back. Oh, yes. Thank you, Alexa. In in a break, I just decided to introduce Daniel to Tamsin, Tasmin, Tamsin, Archer and Sleeping Satellite. He didn't know the song, but he seems quite like it. Oh, yeah. It, It gives me like... Oh, Tiffany vibes. Yes, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And, and just as a side note, I, the reason I kind of got a bit nostalgic about music today was because uh, there's a really great podcast called Geek Salad, and they are an indie podcast, so check them out. They do always like pick a year and pick a genre. And in this week's uh, episode, they came back after a break, and they did 1994 music. If you think there's no reason to do that, you need to listen to this podcast I'm a. I was born 1985, and my social security is no. Um, but um, <laughs> but you, for me, the 90 to 95 period defined every bit of culture for me. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you're almost nine, ten. So like, it was awareness of like what was going on at that. Yeah, time. so by the end of it, but it, it's just, and it's also that subconscious. Yeah, like, so mm-hmm. every week, and we're going to like the culture of the week, but. Like every other week or every other week, we drive to my nan's house and it's a 40 minute drive and, you know, like going to like a bit closer to London and mum would have the radio on yeah. and all this music just ingrains, ingrains, ingrains in like, say, Sleeping Satellite, put it on. You know, I'm not, it's, I am just, I'm obviously, I'm, <laughs> I'm turning 39 this year, but you know, I'm going through these moments of going, shit, this is life, you know. Yeah. And it's so, it's so nuts and it's so interesting the the hubs is is a, a fantastic guitarist and musician. He's been playing us a lot of like you know early two thousands interpretations, yeah. late nineties early two thousands songs, acoustic, yeah. very acoustic style. And I'm like you know the the hoodie the hoodie brigade, and they are and it's all mm-hmm. our our age group but at the breweries now. I love it because we're just so nostalgic for it. Yeah, but we're trying to be adults at the same time. <laughs> I'm sensing another podcast episode. I think just entirely about the music that. Literally, mate, the music that made us. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's pick a date that we'll do it. But oh, next week. <laughs> next week. But the, we're not talking about the music that made us. We're uh, talking now about the culture that made the week. 
and we kind of said we weren't going to do too much on it but we really kind of have to there's no way around it but if you're still with us at the 50 minute mark and i do know that two podcasts including um who wears socks and pets for support do listen this far (laughs) (laughs) we're going to do a quick we are going to we want to focus more this week on the news because there was so much news to talk about but the super bowl was huge and it I'm dominated gonna, the feeds. I'm going to literally, 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 literally give the evidence in that it was the highest watched uh, um, TV broadcast since the moon landing. Yeah. Yeah. Quite frankly, done. And that's in the podcast. Goodbye. No, yeah. don't. I mean, you can't ignore something like that. That is a cultural, iconic touchstone moment. People are going to ask 10 years from now, did you watch the game? I did. I stayed. You did not. I did not. I will say no. I watched the commercials afterwards so or during. We went, We the Hubs and I have, uh, we call them our suburban friends, but they're a really fantastic, amazing group of people that have like, allowed us into their lives. And uh, we got a hand massager off them and a hot sauce making kit. But they are, a, you know, they, we went to one of their parties. Luckily, it was in a walkable distance because I don't like driving on super all night yeah and no we no one should um and you know that even if you don't have a drink you're gonna get hit by a fucking idiot yep. and we went and had i had a really good time and i ended up with the lovely meg hi meg again hope you're listening but we were ended up the actual party itself got divided into those supporting taylor swift and the football fans who the kansas city chiefs had kicked out of the um <laughs> the, the contest and so but Meg knew every, she was explaining. She was fantastic, and she was explaining into my ear constantly, like. And that's the thing is that English rugby, which is the direct equivalent, yeah. is so intense and it's so beautifully horny. Um, but at the same time, it is very intense and it's very organised chaos. Whereas American football, and apologies if you don't like me using that term, I'm going to say it's American football. It is it's American far football. more strategic in that when something goes wrong everyone can be strategizing ahead of what they need to do next there is a tension like it's playing a game of chess with like actual it is i i would say yes it is basically wizard chess yes it is wizard chess oh my god let's cheers 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 to the fact (laughs) title of episode it's basically wizard chess Yeah. There go. Um, yeah. There we go. But no, it is. It's, and it's a fantastic sport to watch, but you can like renegotiate in your own brain. And we kept yeah. doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. Yeah. And, you know, there there is now, I think, the most viral thing of it. And I'll talk about it a bit more about Blake Lively. And it's like, it is, oh it God, is Taylor. It. And it cuts to Blake going, shut the fuck, fuck up. up. And that's how me and Meg were. Because we were just like, are they going to do it? Because... People were like, oh, who are you supporting? And you know, the Hubs was like, well, I'm going to support San Francisco because obviously the, as the Bills. And he made me wear my Bills Mafia t-shirt, which I I, I loved wearing. Yeah. And I, wore, I cooked a ton of Buffalo stuff. But, you know. It was appropriate, Ed. But he was like, no, you can't. You know, he knew I was going to support it because I wanted yeah. to see the kiss. And I said, you know, the kiss, the Taylor Travis kiss will be the Times Square kiss of our generation. Yeah. And it fucking was. It was. Like, it was all over the news everywhere the next day. It was on Instagram, 
It was everywhere you turned. Everywhere. It was there because it's what we've been building up to for an entire football season is that. But there was a, so my, uh, you know, the, the podcast listens to the news agents of mm-hmm. lovely Emily Maitlis and they, mm-hmm. they're doing a new one called Sports Agents, which is going to look at the political side of sports, actually, mm-hmm. which I'm actually very curious about. Yeah. But the British correspondent who loves the Super Bowl actually had his daughter, who was 15, come up to him and go, can I stay up late with you, Dad, and watch a Super Bowl? Uh-huh. And he said, y- y- yeah. Uh-huh. And he said she knew the rules because she'd been watching it the whole season yeah. from England. Yeah. And you know what? If you don't like that, fuck you. Well, in the words of Adele, <laughs> in the words of Adele, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Are you fucking sh- I mean, I, Adele, Adele summed the whole fucking thing up yeah, perfectly. Yeah, perfectly. Like, I, <laughs> I love it. Here's the thing. I love Adele anyways, but I just love her even more for that because it's true. Like, Fuck you if you're upset because Taylor Swift is there it cuts supporting her. a boyfriend. It did cut to her a couple of times. She you know, she doesn't know. Apparently Jason Kelsey's like completely in awe of her now because he did not realize how... He goes, she takes everything with such grace. Yeah. And uh, he said, you know, she... Everyone came to her. And she didn't demand everyone come to her. Like, he said he knew that she was big when Shaquille O'Neal turned up at the box and went, uh, is Taylor Swift there? Uh-huh. And he's like... Shaquille O'Neal. It's like, sorry, oh, we were here to see Taylor. But it was, it was a re, uh, you know, the, the, the start of the game wasn't the best, and then it, then it hit extra time. Over and time, it caught over time. Over time, over time, and it was, it was, it was, it was a really tense moment because it, it, it flip flopped, it, it, it flip flopped more than Jason Kelsey's training day flip flops. You know, I, I mean, that's the point of overtime. Yeah, but, but it really yeah. did. It really was. It was a tight, tight game. We, uh-huh. we didn't know where it was going to go. I kind of knew it was going to go their way. In mm. I, 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 the energy feels. Mm. But then we did it. We watched it, and we got the kiss. Yeah, and it was you, everything we wanted. You've got a, a pop star who came from not a lot. I mean, uh, uh, well, it started off in country music. Yes. Um, date like like making out or not say making out because it sounds a bit childish, yeah, but yeah. planting the kiss on her boyfriend who just won the Super Bowl for the third time, or the fourth time, second time, second time in a row, in a row, and of a you know family of NFL players. Mm-hmm. You know her 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 documentary is called Miss Americana. Yeah, and the heartbreak parents. Like I said, they were they and that and you're telling me that they're angry. That's pure Americana. They're yeah. pissed because they're worried what she's going to use that for. Right. And quite frankly, that's that's not hit on there. Right. But but it is the American dream. It that truly ki- that kiss is, is the American dream. It is the American dream. It is someone who became famous and is doing the iconic action. Like it is what American culture is. That's what we've been growing up on since the fifties is that. Yeah. They fight. They, they, they literally realized that was the realization of the American dream. Yeah. We witnessed it. Yeah. Done. Truly, truly. And most normal people would have nothing more to say after a statement like that. Oh my but God. them normal people aren't the bitches with beards. Oh, they're not. But Max, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about everything. I'm, right. I'm, I'm learning to turn my head and still project into the microphone. Well, I, I think the idea that we had earlier is actually something we need to look into. Like, have it like... We, right we're here. looking at getting some lovely bookshelves. So first of all, I do actually want to actually take the tone down a little bit. Okay. 
it was very sad what happened in Kansas City. Oh, it was completely sad. Here's the thing. It was very sad what was happened. I hate saying this. I wasn't shocked. Yeah. But I was very disheartened by what yeah. happened. And we, they still don't know what the motive was behind it. Yeah. But so we're not going to talk about that. We are going to talk about the fact that Taylor, though, did donate $100,000 uh-huh. to the family of the lady that lost her life. Mm. It's it, appalling. Um, yeah. And no one eats that shit. Yeah. So, this year, the Super Bowl, I knew was big when I went to Giant and could not get... I, I literally sent Daniel this panic message going, I can't find ranch or crescent rolls. I laughed my ass off whenever you sent that to me. And But here's the thing. like I'm sitting here and I'm like, are you going to use biscuits instead? I was like, that was the only solution I had. Was like, oh, just use... Just use Grand's biscuits instead, but like I, you had I, already like yeah it. no I I would it's sort of a I, but I it look, wouldn't be the same texture. I though, looked like. at it though, but no, they basically do crescent rolls without the cuts in it. So oh, okay. I did, and actually meant I could do it into squares and wrap it a bit better. Oh. But I am tempted by the biscuit one, but I think that's more of a brunch before a big game. Yeah, I think that's a brunch option for us to look into. I, I also think that you and I should test it. Yes. Before we uh, debut that one. So quickly, going to go into the adverts. Oh, yes. I, I kind of miss my... I, I have to say they were a bit underwhelming this year. They were underwhelming, but there was a lot of queer representation this there year. There was. Dan Levy had three for Homes.com. And guess Did what? T- By the time we recorded today, I am so sick and tired of seeing any of them. I've not average. watched them since. No, here's the thing. Like Between watching The Swans today and I was trying to watch another show like last night, it's all that would come on on Hulu, and I'm like, please play something else. There Anything. was a really cute twins reunion for the oh. film Twins, oh. which was nice. And I did like the 30 Rock reunion. The funny bit was when the trailer came on, there was a lot of twisters. I went, they're doing twisters too. Oh, God, I saw that. I've seen, I, so I watched that trailer and I was like, oh, really? Uh, yeah. I hated the first one. Want to give snaps, not just to a one Miss Reba McIntyre, mm, yes. but Andre Day. Oh, who apparently I got love... booed. Apparently got booed. You're kidding. Yeah, no. Wish I was. I am so... I recognise. I was like, oh God, that's Andre Day doing it. I love Andre Day. Like, I listen to her, like, all the time. Because she... Did you see her in the biopic, uh, Billie Holiday? No, I didn't. And oh, I was completely she's... shocked when she got... Not say... No, not shock... Oh God, don't cancel me. Yeah. I, when she shocked. got the Oscar nomination... Really? Or something she got something I I I think she got a nomination for something and I was like that's Andre Day. Yeah. Because uh, I knew her as oh, a yeah. musician. Yeah. And it, it You just didn't know she was acting. Didn't know and I was yeah. like, Oh my is there anything she can't do? That's why I was shocked. I'm like, is there any, I mean it shouldn't be shocked there's a woman anything she can't do, but you know, I was like So so I'm gonna say this. In that role she had a lot more ache and pain yeah. in her than what Billie Holiday did, but like it was still good. But anyways, I leaning into the leaning into the drama. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I was like, I was taken, I was like taken off moment. There you go. Yes. Nice recovery. No, never, never be shocked by her, her, her being it. But I was, I, I'd always seen her. I, I didn't, I hadn't heard that she was like looking at acting, and I was oh, like, yeah. oh wow, yeah, you can do this, she and was that's perfect. So good. Um, but no, they both were excellent. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, Reba was excellent, but I'm just not getting the snaps. Um, unfortunately, that is very unfortunate because I love her. Usher did what needed to do. Usher did halftime. 
He did half time. He came and out on roller skates. I was going to say, skates, skates. Skates. <laughs> Starlight Express. Starlight Express. Now, he did, he, he did a really good show, and we shouldn't be shocked because we know Usher's a, a, a consummate performer. I, I felt a bit bad that he got overlooked because of the Taylor stuff, but I think he actually managed to draw it back to him a little bit. But and I'm his body's that, so fucking banging. Oh, I would, I would not say no to that, like in a lit room, we'll put it that way. But I'm going to say this. I feel bad for him, not just because of Taylor, but also the, going back to the Beyonce releasing the thing like right after, like, boom, change the narrative instantly. Like, I think he knew that I think that he was possibly told that there was going to be a lot of stuff coming. I don't know if he was told that one. I, I don't. I, I don't think he's stupid enough not to know that he. I I, I don't I, think I don't I, think I, I don't think, think Beyonce he, played that one. I think Beyonce did, but I still yeah. think at the same time is that he was told you're not going to be the headliner, and he did a show. He showed mm-hmm. what he can do. Again, it is the, our generation that is oh, going to watch yeah. that. And we were the demographic for that show. Alicia Keys looked amazing, came out, sung. I just uh, think he did what he needed to do. Mm. And I think his career is in a very safe space. And I love him for that. And by the way, again, that body is banging. I'm sorry. That body is... His face is a dot. He's so cute. Oh, he is. Don't get me wrong. I've always liked Usher. But I mean, he's, he is re- releasing a new album shortly. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. And I think he'll and I think he'll get a lot of press off it. And I, I think he's I think done so what he needs to do. I think he'll, I think he'll do fine. He'll do fine. My final thing. Uh yes. Oh, you're licking your lips. What what is it, dear? Tell me. Speak to Papa. Three words. Oh God, I don't know the three words. Blake fucking lively. <laughs> now there was a lot of the squad there. I mean, we could talk about. Lana Del Rey getting her phone knocked out of her hand. And there was we, Ice Spice there too. We could talk here. about the meme of Donna Kelsey sitting on her own and someone put Googling Ice Spice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is kind of accurate. Yeah. Blake Lively. Now, I am an OG or Gossip Girl fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I've not seen The Sister of the Travelling Pants. That's my next one to watch because mm-hmm. I love the fact there's still our sisterhood of the Travelling Pants. Right. Blake somehow Blake Lively is not actor not model not icon she's her her, her pronoun is Blake Lively right <laughs> on her birth certificate it says Blake, Blake Lively, Lively. <laughs> Blake Lively I and her you know her sister Robin Lively is in uh, have you seen a film Teen Witch with that shitty rap no she like she's an older act, uh, an actress oh yeah it's an, a weird film um but she I, I love her. I adore her. I think that actually, as someone who's in a, a marriage where we're very, we have a very central meeting point, but we're very different personalities, only someone as elegant as Blake Lively, who Manola Blank makes shoes for and calls him the Blake, yeah. could be married. I mean, let's face it, Ryan's a hottie and he has always been a hottie and I always like his cheeky wink and a smile. But... They're a perfect couple because... They work so well together because their humor is the exact same. Yeah. Like, they will troll each other. And I'm like, that's love. Now, she that's turns love. up and everyone compared her to Sue Sylvester from Glee in this tracksuit. And her no. ha- hair was big. Now, yeah. I'm going to ask you this. Yes. Do you think she elevated her look because it would attract more eyes and take it off Taylor? Do you think she, she intentionally went, you know what, I'm going to be a bit more... Because Taylor looked like she was 
definitely watched this game. Oh, Taylor was definitely watching the game, but also Blake was definitely watching the game too, as we soon learn. God, made me love it so much. You know, like... So much. Like I... Well, you texted me, and I was just like, I love her so much because of this. Like, I I think she was... I think Blake was being Blake. I don't think she was trying to take attention or divert no. attention. I think she was well, just like, I, I'm going to wear this. I wonder if... Yeah, yeah I, just, I just kind of like... Because her hair is so... You like it was yeah. gorgeous. Also, what do you think Taylor said when Blake went? Well, I've done the Super Bowl in Vegas for you. Do you want to come to Wrexham? Oh, I don't I, think Wrexham could handle that. No, but good for everyone. Does England know of Taylor Swift? Yeah, she now she, oh, they, okay. they definitely do. Oh, I think okay, after okay. I think nineteen eighty nine onwards. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Just had to check. That's really what I've got for the breakdown of the Super Bowl. Um, just quick thoughts. What next for Taylor and Travis? Well, I mean, what's next for Taylor at the very least is the album. Yeah, which we're excited for. We're very excited for that. Uh, Travis is going to Disney World. I mean, that's the Super Bowl thing. Oh, I want them to get a vacation. Oh, they're also going to the White House, so they'll yeah. be here. <gasps> they'll be here. They'll be here. Max. Oh my God, we're going to so stalk. No, we're not. But are we? I might. <laughs> so... The next week we will be on Taylor Travis Watch. I uh, will we'll be in prison. <laughs> I will say though that I do hope if they go on vacation, someone gets a shot, get perhaps basically Travis in the speedo. Uh, that's oh. just me. And on that note, before we get arrested, let's move on to the end of the show. Yes. So, so darling, do you have a gagged and gooped? I have a weird gagged and gooped. Okay, in, uh, with I heard this because we were running out. We, we thought the hubs might have one, and he. Need to do some more research. I, yeah, have you ever watched the end of a film and it, it when it, the trailer comes up, not trailer, the, the credits, credits come yeah. up and it has like the boom, 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 and then it comes up the scrolling credits. Yes. And you wonder why they double it up. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. I will admit that. So you used to have credits at the start of the films. We've all seen that yes. watching Disney movies. Well, or like from the 1920s. 20s. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then originally, one of the big issues. Joe, you know who the big proponent of not having that was? I have no clue. He's very important in my life as a filmmaker. George Lucas. George Lucas. Because okay. he said it would take away from the fantasy of Star Wars. You okay. know, like that. Okay, so Star Wars wouldn't work if you had, like, the scroll up and then you had yeah. the... Yeah, I get that. But the story is... And this, I need to check. I, this is a completely... I heard this on a podcast. Pulling it off your ass. Okay. Yeah. Love it. I did hear it on a podcast. Is that the reason that they have the double at the end is because it's in the contract it's in the union laws that they have to have the it up twice and say so they shifted the opening credits to the end oh. and i know you think it's it sounds no. bullshit but it makes a lot of- <laughs> no and I, and here and i'm like oh because i always thought it was so weird of like you know and then but it also makes grow up yeah it also makes a nice one of doing it yeah because then you could have like Peebo Bryson play at the end yeah sing <laughs> oh my god oh my god that would be so fucking culture <laughs> if our first celebrity guest was Peebo Bryson and if you don't know who we're talking about then you th- th- that would be it like, and our first guest is Peebo Bryson because he has a gorgeous voice I thought he was dead is he dead I don't know <laughs> I think everyone's dead I've become my father <laughs> on that note the word of the week the word <laughs> Fair enough. We'll divert. Uh, the word of the week is yonderly. It's mentally or emotionally distant. I have felt very yonderly from you this week. I'm not going to lie. 
but it's because of work for we have a term for that in british culture it's called english oh, <laughs> fuck you do you have a um a petticoat lane so i had to think that my brain melted today no because i have a story that i have to tell you off air that will not see the light of day and it's not a petticoat lane i will not do a petticoat lane because if i did do a petticoat lane i would say that there's a certain bar that claims that it's from a certain culture that just got that certain country's embassy to praise a certain image that was not even painted by the person from that certain thing but I won't even say that because that would be petty. Oh, wait, we're on Petticoat Lane. On that note, Daniel, do you think <laughs> we've said everything? Darling, we have barely set the agenda, but maybe even more this week. Cheers. Let's Cheers. raise our Super Bowls. Woo! This has been a Bearded Bitch production recorded in a Diane Keating podcast studio in Haberdashery. You've been listening to The Bitches With Beards. I've been Daniel. And I'm Max. A big thanks to you all for tuning in and giving us a listen. Don't forget to rate, subscribe and review the following on Twitter X and TikTok where you can find us at Bitches With Beards. Please remember that only a mother could love our views and opinions and they reflect us and no one else. We'll hear you next week unless we're cancelled. Cheers. Cheers.